0: This is the 77 WABC Minicast. Always hey. oh, Saturday, Guadalcanal Dahlia bringing us back in. I'll be here until the top of the hour. Top of the hour, Curtis Liewa comes in. Big rallies planned in Flatbush around Eastern Parkway for the pro-Palestinian crowd. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. I want to get his take on this tearing down of posters that appeared all around the city and all around the world of people putting up this. Here's the way I look at it. Imagine if after September 11th, when there were walls filled with people missing, do you have any information about these people? I even mean, remember that was the first few days when we didn't know if anyone was going to survive. Imagine someone coming up to one of those walls and tearing down those posters. That's the way I feel when I see these videos of people doing that. And I, you know, Eight hundred eight four eight WABC eight hundred eight four eight nine two two two. It's the middle. So we were talking before the break. Mario called in. Excellent call about the idea that Donald Trump is accused of these things. Ninety-one crimes he's accused of, and he is guilty of none of them yet. And what I have tried to stress to the callers who have called in to try to make up reasons why he should not be prosecuted. It's too close to the election. They're out to get him. He's a Republican. They're Democrats. And what I have said repeatedly over and over again is that you can read the indictments. Some of them are very easy. The document indictment, the document case in Florida, very simple, very simple to read. It's kind of brief. It's written. It's written like a story. And what I have tried to stress to people is that, OK, you think that it's all politics or whatever it is, but If you read the indictments and he did the things that he's accused of the same way that if you're a shoplifter and you're accused of shoplifting, you're presumed innocent. But if you did the things that you're accused of, should you be prosecuted? And no one wants to answer that question, and neither does Mario. Come on back on, Mario. Mario, I said I'd let you have the last word. Go ahead. Anthony, I never said that. And If you commit a crime, you should be prosecuted no matter who you are. Don't put words in my mouth. And I never said that you didn't say he should go to trial or prosecuted. What I keep saying is, anytime you talk about any of his crimes or alleged crimes or indictments, you do never you never say alleged. You never say he's been charged. You always say he's done them. Okay. You always say Donald Trump did this. Donald Trump did that. Never once he's been accused of. And just because you've been indicted for something, Andy, that doesn't mean those indictments are. All right, well, Mario, now, now, Mario, you're breaking up, Mario, you're breaking up. I know it seems like it's a conspiracy, but it's not. Mario tries, it. I get the idea of what Mario's saying, and maybe that's fair, and I appreciate him hanging around. But I have to tell you, if you're, a, if you're a listener to my show, and many of you are, and I really want to thank you, the ratings have been amazing, and I'm very grateful for that, and I'm glad they added the second hour so we can do more Trump talk each week. You heard me just last week in response to a caller who made a similar point to Mario, that he's he's been found guilty. I say again and again that prosecutors have all the cards, that they can get you to plead to things. I know I was a victim of something called the trial penalty where they dangle in front of you if you want to plead guilty. I I was, you know, they said for me it was 21 months or a potential five to 10-year mandatory minimum sentence. And so, you know, look, I take responsibility for what I did. But what I, I do want to make sure... Then And, and that, so Marriott wants me to use the word alleged rather than if fine. I'll try to use that, but it's a clumsy word. I like to say if he did these things, should he be held accountable? And I want people to get their mind around that concept. Donald Trump and his defenders hardly ever say he didn't do it. All they do is all these reasons why he shouldn't be held responsible. What kind of country do we live in? This is a, a fascist state. Joe Biden did this. Joe Biden did that. His own, Donald Trump's own attorney general, Barr, said that these cases are very strong, but he's gonna have the best lawyers around. He's gonna be able to do things I can never afford to do about bringing in evidence and, and forensic experts and this and that. The, 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 the um, judge in the Florida case is very sympathetic to him. She ruled this week in a piece of good news for him that two of his co-conspirators can continue to have their legal bills paid by Donald Trump? The prosecution thought that that was a conflict of interest? And all I've said is, very simply, putting aside all of that stuff, all of that stuff of why they're prosecuting me, oh, they don't like me, I can't get a fair this, a fair that, we have only one way to know. In our system of government, in the United States of America, in our justice system, we have one way to sort this out. You know what it is? A trial by a jury of your peers. And Donald Trump's going to get that. But anyone who says, oh, don't try, don't prosecute him, he's a candidate. Well, come on. Let's go to Paul in Edison, New Jersey. Hey, Paul. How you doing? Um, I'll leave that whole subject for because I want to talk about uh, the president that we have currently and the weakness he portrays to the world, which is why the world is where it is today. And it starts in Afghanistan where I had the video of him actually saying when he was running in 2008, that if you pull out of Afghanistan, it's going to take well over a year, because if you don't, you're going to be leaving billions of dollars of machinery, and that stuff is going to come back to haunt you. Paul, 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 before I'll, I'll let you get to your second point. Paul, who set the date for when we would leave Afghanistan and negotiated that exit? Those dates could have been changed. They did not have to be done to leave the weapons there. Well we left billions me, of dollars of machinery on in Afghanistan. We had thirteen people killed going out the door. We never even had accountability of everybody even why, got brought back. Why did why did Donald Trump set that date? I don't know why he set the peculiar date. Why did he, he why did he hold on, why did he as part of setting that date release fifteen hundred Taliban fighters? He could have worked to get the materials out of the country. Let me ask you something. Have... Hold on a second. You can't remove the armaments before the troops are out because the troops need the armaments. But let's stick to my point. Why did Donald Trump negotiate that date? And why did he release 1,500 Taliban fighters and not get a single thing in return? I don't know the answer The reason that. is that Donald Trump was obsessed with the idea of being the guy that got out of Afghanistan, that even when his own military officers – said, this is, we, we cannot get it done by that time. He made that deal and, and, and was so eager to get it done that he, he negotiated with the Taliban, elevated the Taliban, excluded the Afghan government from those talks. So there was no Afghan government set up rather than doing it the other way around. First, stand up the Afghan government so they can defend themselves and not have this brutal violence. And Joe Biden made the decision to go ahead with the commitment that his predecessor made rather than risk another flare up of violence. Because Donald Trump had already brought down our manpower in Afghanistan by two thirds. It was irresponsible and wrong. Now, Joe Biden has a lot of accountability here, too. But one of the problems is that when you set a date like that, Donald Trump said during the campaign, you can't set dates because then the enemy knows when you're leaving. Well, Donald Trump not only set a date, but he told the Taliban what it was and then let fifteen hundred Taliban fighters out. And those fifteen hundred Taliban fighters came back to shoot at our troops. And you want to blame Joe Biden? I mean, I am fine, Paul. You want to come on here and blame Joe Biden for everything but the rain outside? You can do it. But let's get the whole story here. And the whole story is Donald Trump had us fleeing out of there on a timeline that no military person thought we should leave on. And Joe Biden, if you want to accuse him of anything, is not saying that Donald Trump could not make a good decision if one fell on his head. And he should have said, we're not going to do it. Now, the Taliban said they had a deal with the United States government. And that if if we backed out of the deal, it was going to be a spike of violence again, and we would have to bring more troops to put it down because Donald Trump had pulled out two-thirds of our troops already. Joe Biden was caught between the devil and the deep blue sea. If you want nuance, if you want facts, if you want context, come to the middle.